Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Kia ora everybody, I'm Jordan, host of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. It's my hope that you find support and comfort in these stories, and I'm really looking forward to bringing you today's episode. Just a reminder before we get started that these are personal experiences and you should always seek medical advice before making any important decisions. I'm not an advocate for any particular model of birth or birth care, and this is simply a platform to share these empowering Kiwi birth tales with you all. In today's episode, I speak with Sam about the birth of her daughter and son. Sam was a young single mum and she takes us through what that was like as well as her second pregnancy with her new partner. So I hope that you enjoy the episode. Hi, Sam. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, thank you for having me. No worries. Would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about you and who's in your family? Um, so I'm Sam. I'm 24. I'm also married to another Sam. Um, <laughs> and uh, we have a five-year-old daughter called Harper and a nearly four-year-old called Steph. We're living here in Tauranga. Awesome. Very cool. And do you want to take us through the journey to pregnancy for you the first time around? Was that a planned pregnancy or what was that experience like for you? Uh, it definitely wasn't planned. Um, <laughs> I was freshly turned 18 and partying, drinking, all that kind of stuff you do. Um, and one day I had like really bad back pain, which I get a lot because I get UTIs that turn into like go up to my kidneys. So I had a friend take me to the hospital and they said, is there any chance you're pregnant? I was like, nah, no way. So they just did one just in case. Um, and yeah, they came back and said, you're pregnant, which was a big shock. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What a shock at 18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was very scary. I rung my mum at like midnight and said, um, I'm in hospital and I'm pregnant. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what was her response? Uh, she came straight to see me. So. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And did you have many symptoms or anything like that from then how far along were you when um you found out um I was only like four weeks when I found out um kind of just had like really sore boobs and um I actually ended up with hyperemesis so I was in hospital a lot well yeah yeah and all the usual heartburn and did you know, um, had you sort of thought about where you might want to deliver? Did you know how to find a midwife? What what was um, the process like for you? Um, I really wasn't sure what I was doing. Um, and my <laughs> mum said, um, I think you should find a midwife, which was quite hard because I was due on the 27th of December. Oh, no. So, yeah, <laughs> Everybody's on holidays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I managed to find one and... Um, that was actually pretty good. Uh, I wasn't sure where I wanted to birth, but my mum and midwife 
exposed to that they think I'd be good in a birth center. So we went with that. Yeah. Awesome. And how was the rest of your pregnancy experience? Did you have many other symptoms once you hit the second or third trimester? I had symptoms pubis dysfunction, whatever that's called, where the pelvis <laughs> kind of splits a bit too far. So yeah. I was in a lot of pain, like trying to get out of bed and put pants on and stuff. Um, and being pregnant in summer wasn't nice either. So I spent a lot yeah. of time in front of the TV with the fan pointing at me. Yeah. And did you do any antenatal classes or anything like that? Yeah, well, since I was so young and um, a single mother too, my mum signed me up to antenatal classes um, and I found them amazing. And I actually met another young single mum there who ended up being one of my bridesmaids when I got married. So oh, Amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. And was that just through the hospital? Um, It was. One of the ones in River Ridge in Hamilton. Cool. Awesome. And did you end up going into labour spontaneously? Do you want to take us through that and then into your birth story? Yeah. So on my due date, I had a midwife appointment. And because of the sore pelvis and stuff, my midwife decided to do a stretch and sleep. Um, she looked and the bench. She said, oh, I think you might be one person that delivers on their due date. I was like, oh, awesome. And we went out for a walk after and um, I was having pains and then that night I was having contractions for 10 minutes apart for a couple of hours and they ended up easing off. So I called my midwife the next day and told her what happened and she kind of got me up to the hospital just to check why everything had stopped and that was fine. They Everything was all good and um, she just sent me home. Uh, I was home and it was like probably like six o'clock at night and I was having pains every eight minutes Um, and my midwife had rung me and said, okay, look, if they stay like that for an hour, I'll get you in and we'll break your waters and get things moving along because she knew I'd had a hard time and all that. Um, So I went downstairs and I was on all fours on the couch and I had a contraction and I moved and I felt like a little gush. <laughs> that was about 20 minutes after my midwife had called. And I said to mum, ah, I think my water's just broke. <laughs> um, yeah, and then from that little breakage, um, my contractions were instantly two minutes apart. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was very, very fast. So my mum rang my midwife and said, um, I think we need to come now. And she agreed. So we headed up over to River Ridge and met my midwife there. And it was just my hind waters that broke. So she just got me on the bed and monitored the baby and broke my waters the rest of the way. And then I decided I wanted to get into the pool, which we had talked about. And I said, I'd like to labour in the pool, but I didn't really want to give birth in it. Um, I'd never had experience with water birth or knew anyone, so that was quite scary to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I got in, um, was just puffing on the gas, and then my midwife said to me, um, I think we need to take the gas away and you try to push. <laughs> I pushed, um, pushed about four pushes and her head came out, and my midwife 
says, oh my god, everyone come look, her eyes are open under the water. <laughs> yeah, my midwife was amazed and I was just like, what is going on? Um, and then, yeah, the rest of her body came and she was born four and a half hours after everything had started. Oh, wow, quick. That was a very yeah. quick labour. Yeah, so very fast and good for my first, I guess. Awesome. And did you know that you were having a girl? Yeah, I knew that what she was going to be. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. cool. And did you have any um, tearing? Did you need any stitches or anything like that afterwards? Yeah, I had um, a little bit of grazing that my midwife had decided um, she would just stitch up. Um, yeah. But it wasn't too bad. She thumbed me up well and, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And did you um, need the injection to birth the placenta or did that just come naturally too? It just came naturally um, quite quickly after I'd given birth as well, so it was good. Yeah. Awesome. And did you stay in the birth centre for a little while afterwards? Yeah. So I had her um, quite late at night. So, well, not very late at night, but so we stayed that night. Um, but then I decided to go home the next day because my stepdad was in Australia when I gave birth and he was coming back that next night. So I just yeah. to stay there and surprise him because I knew he wouldn't <laughs> want to wait to see the baby. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. And how did you go with breastfeeding? Did she latch on okay? Did you plan to breastfeed? Yeah, I wanted to try breastfeed as much as I could. Um, she latched on straight away, had a huge feed for like an hour after she was born, which was really good. Um, breastfeeding was okay from then on, but I ended up stopping at six weeks because she had some weight gain issues, which the hospital thought was because of my milk. But we switched her to formula and she still had the same issues. So oh. <laughs> I was a bit, yeah, I was a bit gutted and being young and kind of single, I didn't have really much support or feel yeah. very supported in my breastfeeding journey. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. And how did you feel um, emotionally once you got home? Obviously, 18 years old with a new baby and, and you're sort of on your own. How was that experience and, and what was that like for you? I think I coped pretty well. Um, I was living with my parents and my mum kind of helped me as much as she could. Yeah. Um, but I definitely felt the struggle of kind of mostly doing everything alone even though I had amazing support and just felt like a little bit lonely, which I think probably most mums feel anyway. Yeah, but I think I was just made to be a mum, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, awesome. And did you have any friends sort of around your age that were having babies or just the friend you'd made in antenatal classes? Kind of just the friend I made in antenatal classes. Um, yeah. And we still all called up our whole antenatal group. Um, for a while after all of our babies were born. Um, but most of my friend group were out partying and traveling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was the only one that had had a baby. So that was quite hard. And then, yeah, it can be quite isolating. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite hard. <laughs> yeah. And how was your physical recovery from birth? Um, obviously you had a pretty quick labor and, and you didn't need any, um, drug assistance which is awesome so how was your physical recovery after that 
Um, it was great. Um, obviously a bit tender and sore for the first little while, but it didn't really stop me from doing anything. I was still up and about and um, shopping and all that. <laughs> so I was very lucky as well to have that really easy recovery. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then did you plan on having another baby? Do you want to take us through meeting your partner and, and how that went? Yeah, so I met Sam when Huffle was about six months old um, and he was great uh, with her from the start. Um, we had kind of said, oh, maybe I should stop my birth control and try to have another baby when Huffle was about two months old, which is quite soon, but <laughs> Five yeah. years on, we're still strong, so yeah, it all worked out. Um, so we decided that, and I'd actually been quite sick, feeling quite sick in the mornings for a while, and he'd said to me, "Oh, maybe you're pregnant," and I was like, "Well, there's no way I stopped taking the pill five days ago. <laughs> I can't." Do <laughs> um, yeah. so I took a pregnancy test to prove I'm wrong, and I was already about four or five weeks pregnant. Without oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to have a baby and had planned to, but I was already pregnant anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. And how did you feel in that pregnancy? Did you feel different initially or you had sort of similar pregnancy symptoms? Um, yeah, I had it was all really similar. Just sickness and sore boobs, um, fatigue, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And did you plan on having the same midwife? Did you want to have a different one? So I, I wanted the same midwife, and I called her as soon as I found out I was pregnant. And she was actually going to Papua New Guinea to volunteer. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, when I was due. But she had um, given me her partner's number, who I just I just went with her, and she's just awesome as well. So it worked out yeah. good. Yeah, awesome. And did you think that you wanted to go back to the birth centre for your second birth? Yeah, I definitely wanted to. Um, I didn't really like hospitals <laughs> as it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we w- had decided we wanted to go to Waterford, try that one out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And did you want to find out if it was a boy or a girl before it was born? Yes, but I definitely wanted to find out and <laughs> you know, at 20 weeks found out we were having a little boy yeah awesome very cool and did you have the same pelvic issues this time around yeah so that started quite early I think I was about 17 weeks when I had um started feeling the symptoms again so I got referred to the hospital pretty quickly which was good and at that stage, they had brought in the hydrotherapy pool. So I did that once a week, and it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. And did you go to antenatal classes this time, or did you think since you'd already done it once, maybe you didn't need to? I decided not to because it was, wasn't very far apart of having the baby. So yeah, I just got um, my partner a, like a book about being the dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Cool. And did you go into labor spontaneously this time? How far along were you? So, yeah, I was, it was two days before my due date and my partner had actually won a radio competition to have like a workplace morning tea lunch out. 
Yeah. And so we were like, oh, okay, we don't want the baby to come tomorrow, which was a Friday. Um, but he can come any time after that. So we went to bed and I woke up at one thirty in the morning and I felt weird and I got up out of bed to go to the toilet and I took two steps and I just there was a big gush everywhere. <laughs> and I just I just was like, uh babe and he woke up with a fright which isn't like him like a bomb could go off and he'd through yeah. it. So he woke up in a fright and I was like, My water's just broke. So it was a big rush to like go get cleaned up and we I didn't have contractions straight away, so I know midwives always tell you if your water water's break in the middle of the night and nothing's happening, just go to sleep because you'll get tired. But yeah. we stupidly stayed up all night waiting <laughs> start which it didn't. So I think yeah, my contraction started probably about eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning. Um and my mum had come and picked up my daughter and dropped her off at Tindy and her and my sister were at our house and I was walking around outside and mowing and the neighbour actually said to my husband, Oh, has she had a hard night? I think he must have thought <laughs> I was hungover or on drugs or something and my husband oh, like, no. neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> so but shortly after that, um, I was like, I think I need to go to the birthing centre. So my mum rang my midwife and we got in the car and started heading to Waterford. And my husband gets the call on our way there and my, it was my mum saying, the midwife just rang and they're full, you'll have to go to Riverwood. So in full labour, I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, my plans all going out the window but so we just headed to River Road um we got there and as my husband was getting the bag up the car he grabbed my handbag and I yelled at him like why do I need my handbag I'm giving birth <laughs> uh, yeah so they yeah set us up and I think I was like six centimeters when I got to the, to the birth center um I thought it's probably going to be another fast one. Um, I labored, I got in the bath and I wanted to try for another water birth. Um, and they kept kicking me and the baby. And at one stage, they kept, they were worried about my heart rate was a bit too high. Yeah. So my midwife went out to go talk to the other midwife, but as she was gone, I was like, I think I need to push. And the student midwife's like, oh, just wait. Um, <laughs> and yeah, when the midwife came back in, they ended up getting me up onto the bed because they were just worried about my heart rate being so high and being in the water. So pretty much as soon as I got to the bed, I said, I really need to push. But can you check me? So I didn't feel quite confident in myself because, yeah, it was like, just over two hours um, yeah. at that point. So my midwife checked and I still had a little bit of a lip on my cervix, but she was happy to kind of move that out of the way as I pushed since I had, had the urge to push. Um, yeah. So she did that and I got baby's head past and head out. Um, I kind of didn't stop 
because I knew if I stopped, I'd have to keep feeling that burning feeling. So I just kept yeah. going. <laughs> um, I was like, as soon as that's done, I'm good. And yeah, two pushes and he was out and on my chest. Yeah, amazing. And was he a bigger baby than your daughter? Yeah, so my midwife took one look at him and she asked how big my daughter was. And I said, nine pounds, oh, sorry, seven pound nine. And she goes, oh, yeah, he's much bigger. And they weighed him <laughs> and he was nine pounds. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And did you need any stitches or anything like that after that fast birth? Um, no, she checked and I did braise a little bit, but she said that she was happy to just let that heal naturally. It wasn't too bad. So yeah, Yeah, awesome. And did you plan on trying to breastfeed for a little bit longer this time to heal latch on? Okay. After I had birthed him, I had a hemorrhage. So they, um, I had the injection twice and then hooked up to a drip. So Kind of because all that was going on it was a little bit till he was latched on. Yeah. Um, they were just trying to focus on getting me stop bleeding in my uterus to contract. But once yeah. Did you on, know how much blood you lost? Um, it was like 700 mils, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 And I, in hindsight, I probably should have been transferred because they told me if I felt funny. They transferred me to the hospital, and mm-hmm. I was like, "No, no, I'm fine." Um, yeah, brave. So they left me there, but in hindsight, I probably should have gone to the hospital. And so you had to wait until after that to um, try and latch him on, or what was that like? Yeah. So once they had like hooked me up to the drip and were happy that my uterus was contracting, then um, I put him onto the breast. And he said, fine. Um, yeah, I can't remember how long it was, but all I remember is like my daughter fed straight away and there was a bit of time between him being born and then getting on the yeah. birth. Yeah, awesome. And how long did you spend in the birth centre this time? Uh, we stayed the full two days. We had a toddler at home and <laughs> yeah. we wanted that time to bond without her being crazy. So, yeah, it was really nice having some us time with our new baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome. And how did you feel this time emotionally once you got home? Obviously, you've still got a pretty young um, toddler at home and you're not um, on your own this time around. How was that different for you? It was different in a good way. Like I had my husband there for support and he would wake yeah. up with me um, for feeds and changing. Um, and just he was so helpful with get me food when I needed and drink. Um, and also just sharing that experience with the other parents was amazing. Um, yeah, I loved it. Um, and emotionally it was, I was pretty well. Um, but it was very hard having a one and a half year old and a newborn. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because she's still, being that young, they're still not quite independent uh, enough. But yeah, it all worked out fine. I look back and I'm like, we were crazy to have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Awesome. And what about your physical recovery? Was it different this time or was it um, pretty good like the first time? It was pretty good like the first time. Um, I was taking my toddler to like soccer classes <laughs> um, a week yeah. after I'd had him. And yeah, I, it was pretty easy. And yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And did you manage to breastfeed for a little bit longer? Yeah, I managed to breastfeed him for about five months until I started having kind of problems with my gallbladder. So I was on a yeah. lot of painkillers that just weren't safe for him to have while I was feeding. Yeah. So yeah. I had to stop, but I was really happy with how that journey had gone, just with a bit of extra support. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. And you and your partner obviously um, were together for this baby, but for your first baby, is there any advice or sort of anything you'd tell a young single mom going through the sort of similar thing that you were going through that first time around? Yeah, just that it is really hard and the work, there is a lot of hard work in it, but it's so worth it and try not to get caught up in whatever's going on with the father or focus on you and your baby and try and make some good connections so you have some support. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just know that one day you might end up marrying a man who <laughs> loves your child just as much as any you have together. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much, Sam, for coming on the podcast today and sharing your story. I really appreciate it. And I think it's one that people will get a lot out of. So thank you. Yeah, no, awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your feedback. So either leave a review on the podcast app that you're listening on or head to our Instagram at Kiwi Birth Tales and leave a comment there. If you're interested in sharing your birth tale, then please head to the Instagram page and use the email link to get in touch. Thanks again for listening. I really look forward to sharing the next episode with you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.